It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. From Big D, Dallas, Texas, we've got the Morning Skate. SAP Center at San Jose is one building and American Airlines Center certainly another. Drew Ramenda, this is another site of a lot of memories. Yeah, great memories here in Dallas um, and some not so good memories. That's kind of like the way we've been talking about uh, St. Louis. But uh, love coming to Big D. Uh, the, the building's got a lot of energy. Uh, we have always had terrific games against the Dallas Stars, some intense rivalries again, playoffs rivalries. And now um, with the uh, familiar faces on the other side, uh, Joe Pavelski being the one that we all love and um, still remember him fondly as a shark, and he'll always be a shark to us. And then you know Peter and, and Steve. Um, so it'll be another interesting reunion tonight, but then again, uh, the Sharks have got to find a way to put that aside and get to work because they need a win, and they need a win bad. A lot of love and respect for all those folks on the Dallas side that used to be with the San Jose Sharks, but as you say, the Sharks need to win desperately. They need it terribly. They need to have it now, and they have to do it against a team that's pretty darn good. Yeah, very good. This is a – we know that, that Peter's a very good coach, and he's he's got these guys playing very well. He, he, he walked into a place like he did in San Jose where the foundation was there for him, though. You know, Rick Bonus had done a nice job with this team, took them to the playoffs uh, last number, you know, two of the last three years. Went to the Stanley Cup final two years ago. This is a good hockey team. Um, they've got a brilliant young goaltender in Ottinger, and Joe Pavelski and Robertson and his line, they're doing great things. But this is a team that is fairly relentless, Danny. When you watch them play, they get after you and they get after you hard. So the key tonight for the, for the San Jose Sharks is you've got to find a way to make some plays. And it's got to be more than just one line or one guy trying to will you into the fight. Well, that was what happened last night. You know, there was one line going. We talked about it during the broadcast. It was the hurdle line. They were going. Couture came up in the third period yeah. with a nice yeah. goal, and they started to go a little bit. That helped a lot to make it a game. But unfortunately, even after all that, the Sharks' goaltending let him down a little bit. I think Capo uh, just didn't have his best game. He let, that first goal to Tory Krug wasn't a good one, and the fourth one wasn't a great play either. No, it wasn't. You're right. And he, you mentioned during the broadcast, and you were right during the broadcast, after that first goal, we, both of us, everybody didn't like it. And, and we go back to that situational awareness thing, and, and you know, the, you got to have, because the Sharks had a couple of good chances in the first few shifts, and then um, that goal happens. Your team just goes, ah. On the bench, you know it does. We've been around the game for a long time, you and I, and that just, oh. But they bounced back, and he bounced back too. In the penalty kill, the first one, he did a really great job and made some terrific saves. And he 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 fought to get back into the game and keep his team in the game. But then again, a letdown. It was a good shot by Rosen. It was a but it was a 60 footer. Saw it all the way. No tip, no screen. That was disappointing, and. We one of our Toyota keys last night was you need to make the big saves, one or two, goals versus 
the ones that you that, sh that shouldn't go in you can't let those go in and the ones that are supposed to go in every once in a while you need to snag that one that that's what the difference in goaltending is nowadays in the national hockey league well and they're going to have to get it tonight yeah. from james reimer who has been through this a zillion times before uh, he's coming off a disappointing game too so he wants to have a bounce back in the game but one guy who doesn't need to bounce back is the guy who had the whole team on his back last night that was eric carlson he was named the number three star of the game last night he was the best player on the ice by far and what amazes me is that he just continues to persevere and he's not letting these losses get him down no he's not um we noticed that going off the uh going off the plane yesterday um, still upbeat, still positive. His game yesterday, as you said, he played 27 minutes, had five shots, nine attempts. I love the fact he's shooting the puck. Love the fact he's just, every time he gets, he gets his head up, he's shooting the puck. And what that does, too, it sets up his ability to pass, too, because now everybody's thinking, oh, here he goes, he's going to be shooting. And then he, he dishes off. You know, he's, he, 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 the, the pass he made to Logan Couture, that, that awareness, that knowing that Logan was there before he even got to the puck. And as you said, he tried to, to take this team on his back and will them to win. He has been spectacular. Craig Berube talked about it last night, that this he's, he is back to being an elite defenseman. Um, so through the injuries and through the off-ice stuff, and now he is, he is taking control and taking charge of this team. You need more guys to be pulling on that rope. I know it's a cliche that most people hate. You know, It's easier to pull a rope than push it, but you need more guys uh, on Eric's side. Well, that's what they need tonight against the Dallas Stars. You know, I'm sitting around this, the, the building here, and I'm, I'm thinking about uh, just some of the great games that were here. The greatest save in the history of the San Jose Sharks happened in this building back in 2008, Game 6. It was a four-overtime game. This was the first overtime. First overtime? Yep, and it was uh, an unbelievable save uh, that Yevgeny Nabokov made with his glove right on the goal line against Brad Richards. It was incredible. That... And didn't Marty make a save, too? Yeah, he made it. Yeah, Marty Turkle, a yeah. couple of really good Against, stops. Um, I can't remember who it was, but we were, winning, we were going to win that game right there, and then Marty made a save in the, in the second overtime to our, to our right. Yeah, four overtimes. Um, damn, Brendan Morrow's best series in a, as a professional. Won that game for them. It was, it was, a, it was one of the most epic games I've ever been involved in. No, and, and the thing is, is, you know, the, the Sharks lost that particular game in four overtimes to the Stars, but that still stands in my mind as one of the greatest games in the history of the Sharks. Yeah. Playoff hockey is often a game of attrition, and you could see the guys just not willing to break, you know. They'd bend, but they wouldn't break both sides, and they just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And unfortunately, it didn't go the Sharks' way, but you're right. That was one of the most incredible saves, if not the most incredible save I've ever seen. There were so many great highlights in that series, but overall, that four-overtime game was absolutely epic. I was, and, you know, the other thing that happened here is what? Biggest trade in history of the San Jose Yeah, it happened on, right, right in front of us. Yeah. I was thinking about the time that the power went out, and then we lost the broadcast. That was what I thought you were referring to. Was that back in the reunion? No, it was, was this building. Here? Yeah, it was a brand-new building, first trip here. Oh, that's right, that's right. It was. It was. Yeah, we've always had, you know, Joe Thornton trade happen when the, when the Sharks were here, the power outage. Um, By the way, what do you make of this, the fact that we've seen a lot of Joe Thornton this yeah. year? And it's because he loves hockey. He wants to be around it. He, he is not under contract with any team. It looks like his playing career is over. 
and he's just trying to figure out what to do. But I've noticed that members of the media just can't stop asking Sharks players, what does Joe want to do? What's he saying to you? What, what's going on with Joe Thornton? I, I've just noticed that the last few days. I do. I'd love to see him on your team. Just for the simple fact of culture. Well, we talked to Ryan Clough last night, speaking of one of the great San Jose Sharks of all yeah, time. Yeah, it was good to see him. Yeah, it was good to see him. He and Mike Greer uh, did the same job last year. They partnered up scouting for the New York Rangers and, and doing some the uh, the work that uh, Ryan is doing by himself now. So yeah, he's complaining about exactly. it. Thanks a lot, Greer. So the Clough show, was, as, uh, as uh, Mike Greer said, to, but um, he, ta- he, he talked to Jumbo, and he actually – Jumbo actually lived with him last year in Florida. And, you know, it comes a time in everybody's... Not just him, it was the whole family. Really, yeah. It it comes a time in everybody's career where it's time to... You can't get out there anymore. But I love the fact Joe's there because what the Sharks are trying to do is rebuild their culture. Rebuild a culture. Or build a culture. I shouldn't say rebuild. They're going to try to build a new culture. Who better than to have around the team all the time than Joe Thornton did to help build that culture? Well, that's true. The thing that you have to wonder, though, is that there's a lot of good guy, good culture guys that are in the locker room. So maybe you can explain why that happens, even with, with teams that have been together for a while. When certain people leave and then you have some bad seasons, you, have to do, you do have to rebuild that. Yeah, you do. And, and many, many people wonder, okay, what's a culture? And we say it all the time. But the culture is basically acting, preparing, behaving, playing, to a certain standard all the time. Did you win the rest battle? Did you win the nutrition battle? Did you win the preparation battle? Did you win the game battle? Those all things work in, and it all comes from a culture. Oh, you are able to control certain things. And if you're all in it together where you're controlling those things, then that's starting to build the culture. And we're starting to see that with the San Jose Sharks, even though the results have not necessarily been there in recent days. It's going to be an interesting and a very challenging broadcast today. We're on the air at 5 o'clock Pacific time with the Sharks and the Dallas Stars. That's it for our Morning Skate for today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.